Good morning. Good morning. February is upon us. We're in the fourth Sunday, Sunday of Epiphany, a time where we seek the light. We seek God. Also, we are called to be that light. We are called not to hide whatever is sparkling in you under a bushel, behind your phone, behind your screens. Happy Epiphany, everybody. Now, this is one of these Gospels where whatever version of the, of the interpretation of the Bible, you'll find something different. Matthew is a nice person. And Matthew kind of like, he'll flower up and spiritualize everything. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is a kingdom of heaven. Don't you just feel the likeness of it, right? The poor in spirit. Look, on the other hand, he just said, blessed are the poor. He doesn't add in spirit. Matthew, sometimes, in my opinion, makes it more digestible than other um, evangelists, gospelers. But also in his, I don't know what word to use, making it nice, it allows us to get away with a lot. And this is one of these gospels, depending on where you are, how you identify yourself, how the person reading it identifies somebody else, you will find different messages. But that makes it also confusing. So to this congregation this morning, do you know somebody that is poor? Yes or no? People, it's okay, Richfield, that you know people that's poor. <laughs> so do you know somebody that's poor? Yeah. That's easy, clear economics, they, they, they can't make um, um, the end of the month. They can't make their rent. They're missing money. Clear, right? Amen? Amen? Okay, now. Blessed are the poor in spirits. Can, we, can somebody help me describe that one? Come on. You guys have PhDs and masters in <laughs> English literature. It's harder, right? Why is it hard? I'm asking questions this morning. It's personal. <laughs> it's personal. We find it hard to talk about it. But what is it? What is somebody that is poor in spirit? Seminarian. What is it? Lost. What? Faith. Somebody who is poor in spirit is somebody that has faith. I like this. Oh, poor in spirit is not having faith. I like that. Any other? But this is what I like about this gospel. Is at the end of the day, we don't know. 
We have no idea what it means. We could try to figure it out. We could come up with something so we could digest it. But we don't know what it is. But we know this is something we got to listen to. Especially if you're of certain age, you had to read, you had to know this and recite it for your confirmation class. And remember where we are this morning. This is Jesus' premiere. This is his first big teaching. It has to be good. And where we are now, it's a Roman Empire, so everything is thinking of in a military way. The liberation that they want, it's not in spirit. They want the Romans out. So that's why I'm closer to the Lucan, to the Luke interpretation. It's not the poor, clear. You're poor, I'm rich, I'm rich, you're poor. Done. I don't have to go into that whole spiritually deep personal walk with God. And it's also the struggle for us. Are you poor financially? Maybe more than you know. Especially if you're watching the stock market these days. Are, we, are you poor spiritually? I don't know. And maybe you don't know. Because that's why we seek. That's why we seek faith. This whole gospel is about this and that. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. When are the peacemakers called children of God? When? Usually after prison or after death. It's very rare that you have an actual peacemaker live doing everything all the way without a marketing officer, without somebody doing the, 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 um, the campaign that we identified as peacemaker. What I also like about this gospel is its future. It's all reward. It's that this will happen. It's not blessed are the merciful because you, you have mercy. No, it's you will have mercy. I don't know about you, but sometimes I say to God, can, can I get a piece of it now? <laughs> I'm not asking for all. Like, I don't need all seven, six um, lottery numbers, but five will do. <laughs> so the struggle for us is to identify where we are now. Because today, you may be rich. And tomorrow, you are poor. And sometimes the transition is a slow transition. Sometimes it's a big leap. Oops. Your pension plan is in jeopardy. The stock that you had in oils are gone down. The, the, the carrots that you planted, the potatoes that you planted that was going to feed your family, guess what? There's a big freeze and it's all gone. 
You know, last week, um, Sire Matthew asked us, why are we here? This week, I'm going to ask you, who are you? Are you poor? Are you meek? Are you mourning? Are you hungry? Are you a peacemaker? Or are you being persecuted for, righteous, for righteousness? Now, I hope during the week you, you search why you're here. Because if you don't know what you're here, why you're here, how are you going to figure out who you are? If this is, if Sunday church is an exercise, like Sunday church, and then um, the grandkids come to see you, and then you go back to, to, to doing a Sunday activity, then it's the wrong reason for being here. Well, part of the wrong reason for me being here. So part of that journey is also looking at who you are. Because in looking at who you are, maybe these readings, these sacred texts, will mean more on a personal, thank you for that word, personal level. And that personal level when you come here, become a group level. Become a community level. Not as a country club. You know the country club mindset? You know, when you go to the country club, you, everybody acts the same. And God forbid you have a child that does not understand the mindset of the country club. Because you could correct an adult a child has to learn it. And you could correct it 50,000 times until they learn it, <laughs> you keep going. But coming together as a community, coming together and seeing both sides. Today I'm meek, tomorrow I'm not. Today I'm blessed, tomorrow I'm not. Today I'm not blessed, but tomorrow I will be. This is a wonderful text, but this is a text that requires a lot from us. A daily walk, a daily search, a daily study of who we are, who we are and who we are called to be. Now let me have some fun. Show of hands. This is going to be good. <laughs> Who believes that they are pure in heart? Raise your hand. Watch this. We got one. <laughs> Who believes that they are peacemakers? Oh, we got. No, no, don't, don't do this. Okay? This is not raising your hands. Be proud. Who believe that they hunger and thirst? We're getting more. 
And hunger and thirst is not just food. It is food if you're living in that setting. If you don't have a food problem, then it's not just food. It is not just intellectual exercise, learn more, get more science, get more gadget. It's to thirst for something deep in your heart that you know you are missing. Because the walk with God is not superficial. It's deep and sincere. You can lie to yourself, and some of us are really good at that. But you cannot lie to the face in the mirror. You cannot lie to God. Who is being persecuted for righteousness sake? Oh, look at all these Christians. If you're a real Christian, that has to be part of the equation. Because if you're a real Christian, even if you don't open your mouth, your attitude, the way you conduct yourself, will make the world look at you. Why are you being so nice? What's wrong with you? Why are you being so nice? What, what do you want? What are you going to ask for me, for, for me next? Brothers and sisters, blessed are you who seek. Blessed are you who search. Blessed are you who does not give up and trust in the, in, in the Lord. Because at the end of the day, no matter how learned we think you are, no matter how deep and med meditative and, and yoga and all these silent retreats and, you know, all the stuff that's out there for us to used to try to get to God. At the end of the day, it's very simple. It's not about us. It's about God. And because it's about God, we cannot think, we, we cannot want to believe that we control this. We could work at it, but we don't control it. Because you don't control the life around you. You don't control your circumstances. So yes, you are blessed. Because you are poor, poor in spirit. Yes, you are blessed. Because you sometimes are being persecuted for Jesus Christ. And sometimes because you don't say anything, you hold back. Yes, you are blessed. Because you seek with all your heart your might to have that reward coming up. But at the end of the day, all the whatever what you do, the only thing you can do is just surrender all, everything you have to God. Just let it go. Let God. Just surrender your mind, your body, your spirit. Bring it to the altar. Because like the song, the traditional song says, all to Jesus, I surrender. You guys, some of you know it, right? See, good, we're gonna hum it because we don't have the words. 
as standing in front of you this morning renewing a commitment to you not knowing where we fall or we poor spirit or we poor or we meek or we being persecuted or we doing the persecution or we being the peacemaker we don't know Lord where we stand we are seeking and we're asking for guidance Because God, we know that at the end of the day, we want to be with you. We want to receive all those rewards that is right there promised to us if we do these things. God, we know that you are there. And today we make the commitment that from this day forth, will surrender our hearts, our studies, our prayers, our mourning, our hurts to you. Because to you, God, I surrender all. Amen.